Chapter 7. The End My Point of View After seeing the determination in his eyes, I felt like maybe we could really overcome this in one piece. I nodded and he smiled at me gently. I dove into his arms again for a hug. It felt like we hadn't seen each other in days and with all this drama it felt more exhausting and I just wanted him to stay. I felt him stroking my hair and I could feel his soft breathing. Me, do you have to leave? He didn't move from this position. Chengu, I won't leave you alone tonight. I hugged him tighter and dug my face into his shoulder. A rush of emotions came surging over me and I burst out crying. Whether it was just anxiety or fear or liking him or a combination of everything, I didn't know. All I knew was that I didn't want to be alone and I didn't want to let him go. I pulled away from his embrace but pulled him to lay down with me. He looked flustered but laid down with me and pulled me in again. We didn't say anything else after that. We just laid in silence as he patted my back, making me fall asleep again. We woke up the next morning to the sound of my front door opening. I felt my heart race as we both sprang out of bed and suddenly heard Yejin's voice calling out and we went out to greet her. As soon as she turned to see us, her eyes grew wide and she was speechless. Chengu, uh, nothing happened. Yejin, no, I mean, I didn't say anything. Besides, you both are adults. Me, now's not the time for jokes. Yejin, I was just trying to lighten up the mood. Me, I know, but you interrupted us last night, so you killed the mood afterwards. I smiled to myself, and Yejin burst out laughing and apologized. I took a peek at Chengu, who had turned as red as a tomato and was looking at the ground shyly. I grabbed his hand and made him sit with me at the table. I could tell Yejin had come to talk about something serious. I grabbed his hand and nodded at Yejin to spill whatever she knew. Yejin, so, I'm sure you know Gwen showed up at the cafe looking for you and Kevin. Ugh, Kevin. I just have a feeling he did know that they would come. But whether or not he told him about your new boyfriend, I don't know. Anyway, well, after you stopped texting last night, Kevin called me again. He said the usual BS, but he kept asking me to convince you to take him back. That's why I'm so confused. Something is so definitely up with him, and I hate that I don't know what. I used to be able to read him like a book, but when he said he was going to propose to you, that didn't add up either. Danny, are you sure you want to face them? Me. I'm not going to give her the satisfaction of thinking she's got something over me. I don't want... I can't keep running away from this. It has to end, and it has to end now. I don't care about Kevin or Gwen's motives. I just need all this to go away, for good. She nodded, and I suddenly felt like she was holding something back. Me. Did something else happen? She shook her head, and I let go of Chengu's hand and slammed the table. I didn't want any more surprises, and the anxiety I thought I no longer felt came rushing back twice as bad. Chengu reached over for my hand and tried to comfort me, but I couldn't stop shaking. Me. Yejin, keeping secrets right now isn't going to help me, is it? What is it? She bit her lip and looked over at Changu with a worried expression. Yejin. Jin Young said that the company wasn't too happy about the fans' video, but he would try to talk to them. They weren't going to say anything about the confession of you two dating, but what they're angry about is the other one. Danny, why did you... Me. It was better they heard it from me directly than have Gwen try to start rumors. If she knows I'm dating a celebrity, who knows what BS she'll try to pull. I thought it was the best way to get ahead of that. She nodded and sat back. Changu got his phone out but realized the battery was dead. He asked to borrow mine and went back to the room to get it. He came back and sat down as he unlocked it. He was quiet and I turned to face him, wondering why he wasn't dialing or texting anyone. His jaw was clenched and his brows were furrowed angrily. I was almost afraid to reach out to him. I hesitantly placed my hand on his shoulder and he sighed as he closed his eyes. 
He motioned for me to get my phone, and as I did, I saw that Kevin's chat had popped up on the screen. Kevin, Danny, please take me back. I promise to get you through this. Danny, please call me. Danny, damn it, listen to me, please. I sighed but dialed his number, placing the call on speaker. After a few rings, he answered. Me. Kevin, I thought I made it clear that... Kevin, Danny, please just listen to me. Me. No, Kevin, we're done. There's nothing else to talk about. I'm dating. Kevin, damn it, Danny, shut up and listen to me. They know about him, too. Do you really want to drag him into this? I felt my heart sink, but I grew angrier, assuming he had something to do with it. Me. Am I supposed to believe that you didn't tell them? Kevin. Danny, I know I acted like a total jerk. I'm sorry for everything that happened back then and for everything I caused here, but believe me at least this one last time. I swear the last thing on my mind is doing anything to hurt you more than I already have. I know I acted crazy, but honestly, I saw you guys together at the club and I, I accepted it. Me. Then why did you come back? Kevin. I never left. I went to the airport, but I just couldn't leave. Me. Then how did they know you were here? Kevin. I... I messed up. I left my location and posted an IG story. That must have been the way that they found out. I got drunk and partied with some locals. Me. You haven't changed at all. Kevin. I'm so sorry, Danny, but that's why I want to help you and make things right. Yeah, Kevin, you've done enough. Kevin, is, is he also there? Chengu, yes, I am. Kevin stayed quiet and cleared his throat. <clears> throat. I just, if they think it's still me you're with, they'll leave him alone. We can say that he just said that for publicity. Chengu, is that really your only motive? Kevin, do you really think you can protect her and your career? Chengu, she's no longer your concern and neither is my career. Kevin, I'm trying to help you both. I just want to atone. Yejin, Kevin, if you're really sorry, then do things alone. If you want to fight them, fight them. We'll have our own way. Kevin, do you really think that's the best way? None of us said anything. None of us knew for sure what would work and what wouldn't. They weren't predictable, and that made them more dangerous. Kevin, fine. We don't have to say we're together. I'll follow whatever plan you guys come up with. Just let me help you this one last time, Danny, please. I turned to look at Changu. He looked upset, but his expression softened as he turned to look at me. He reached for my cheek and nodded slowly. Me. Fine. We'll talk later. I hung up and turned back to Changu. Are you sure you're okay? Changu. We'll need to keep an eye on him, so it's better if he's with us. He turned to Yejin and leaned on the table. Changu. I have to go back and talk to my manager. Can you give me a ride? She nodded and got up. We got up after her and I walked them to the door. I waved goodbye and they were about to leave when Chengu told Yejin that he'd be right down. Yejin tried to hold in her smile, but I saw it and rolled my eyes. She nodded and headed down first. Chengu turned to me and hugged me. I felt him kiss my forehead before pulling away completely. Chengu, I'll call you later, okay? Please be safe. Me. You too. He nodded and walked away. I went back to my room and laid down not knowing what to do. I didn't know what we could do. It didn't seem like Gwen would be up to talking if she had come here with her bodyguards. I was lost in thought when I heard someone knocking on my door. I felt my heart race, afraid it would be her since I had been thinking about her so much. I stared at the door, just wishing I could see right through it. The knocking continued and I got up slowly, trying not to make a sound. I was hoping they'd think no one was home and just leave, but the knocking persisted. I grabbed my phone and ran back to my room. I put it on vibrate and sent Yejin a message. I got a message a few minutes later from Hongsook and checked it. Hongsook, Nuna, 
Are you okay? Is Yeoman still with you? Me. No. He and Yejin just left. Why? Hongsook. We were just worried since he never came back. Me. Oh, I'm sorry. I asked him to stay since I was still feeling scared and I didn't want to be alone. His phone died and he was about to call Manager Park, but we ended up talking to Kevin. Hongsook. Is everything alright? Did something happen? Me. No, he just wants to help. Suddenly, he was asking for a call, but I declined it quickly. Hongsook. Nuna, are you sure you're okay? Me. Actually, I don't know. Someone's been banging on my door and I'm too afraid to check who it is, so that's why I couldn't answer. Hongsook. Nuna, just stay there. I'm on my way. Me. No, what if it's her? Hongsook, stay where you are. Me. Hongsook? Please. I grew anxious and sent Kino a message next. Me. Kino, please stop Hongsook. I waited for him to read the message, but he didn't. Me. Kino, please don't come. Still, he hadn't checked either of the messages. The banging finally stopped, but I was still too afraid to go check. I've seen enough scary movies to go and stupidly check. I grabbed my phone again and messaged Yejin. Me. Someone has been knocking at my door for like 15 minutes and they finally stopped. Where are you? Hongsook said he's coming when I told him. Please get in contact with him. I don't want any of you to get hurt. I waited for her to read the message, but she didn't. My anxiety grew as my mind began to wander. What if something happened on the way over to the hotel? What if Gwen was waiting for them downstairs? I was on the verge of tears when I finally felt my phone buzz. I quickly checked to see that Hongsook had finally replied. Hongsook, Nuna, I'm here. I don't see anyone. Me. Are you sure? Are you okay? Hongsook, why did you come? It could be a trap. Hongsook, it's okay. I have a mask on and a hoodie. No one should be able to recognize me at first glance. I'm walking over as if I live here. Me. My passcode is 0311. Come in quickly. I inched towards my bedroom door and waited to see if he would come in. I heard someone inputting the passcode and I grabbed onto the door and hid behind it. As I saw that it was actually Hongso coming inside. He quickly shut the door behind him and took off his mask. He made sure it was locked before going over to the windows and peeking out to make sure no one was lurking around. He closed the curtains after making sure the windows were locked. Me. Do you expect them to be Spider-Man? Hongso. You never know. He gave me a soft, genuine smile and I felt a little safer. I went over to the kitchen and offered him something to drink. He shook his head and offered to cook me something instead. Hongsook, have you eaten at all today? I shook my head and sat at the table. He got busy in the kitchen as I watched him. Me, I thought Kino would come with you since he didn't answer my messages. I wanted him to stop you, but I can't say I'm not glad you're here. But is it really okay for you to be here? Hongsook, don't worry about me right now. Your safety is more important. He turned around to smile at me, then turned back to focus on whatever he was cooking. I got up and went to get my phone. I saw that Yejin had finally replied. Yejin, sorry, my phone was on silent since I had an appointment with mom this morning. Is everything alright? Me, yes, Hongsook is here and he said he didn't see anyone suspicious. Yejin, ah, oh, thank goodness. I already left Changu. You should try calling him again. Me, alright, be careful. I put my phone down as Hongsook came and set a plate down in front of me. Me, Aren't you eating too? Hongsook. I ate already. Me. Ah, uh, it's no fun eating alone. He smiled at me and went back into the kitchen and brought over an apple and sat down with me. I thanked him for the food and began eating quietly. As I was finishing, I heard my phone vibrate again and checked it while Hongsook took my plate back into the kitchen. Changu, are you alright? Me. Yes. Hongsook rushed over but didn't see anyone. Changu, what? Are you sure? Me. Yes. He said he looked around outside before coming up to the apartment. Just then, the phone lit up with a video call request, and I answered. Chengu, are you sure you're okay? 
I nodded. He seemed to still be worried about me as he stared at me. Me. I had messaged Yejin, but she didn't check the message until after she dropped you off. If your phone hadn't died, I would have messaged you first. Jango. Ah, oh, seriously, I should be more careful with that. I'm sorry I left you alone. Me. It's alright. You had to go back so Manager Park wouldn't worry. Is everything alright with your company? Chengu. He was able to calm them down, but I'm worried about those people. You can't trust a quiet enemy. I'll try to go back later. Stay alert, okay? I nodded again and we hung up. Hong Sook smiled to himself as he came to sit back down. Me. What's so funny? Hong Sook. Nothing. It just sounded like maybe he was a little jealous I was here. Me. Are you trying to provoke him? Hong Sook. No. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. I respect your decision. He had turned a little red out of embarrassment. I looked around unsure of what else to say or do. As I was about to suggest something, the knocking returned. I felt my heart drop, but I stayed completely still. Hong Sook was about to get up, but I reached over and grabbed his sleeve. He looked over at me and I shook my head. Unfortunately, the door didn't have a peephole, nor was there a window next to it. There was just no way of knowing who was at the door. Hong Sook tried to stand up again, but I grabbed onto his arm again, but this time I accidentally moved the table, which made a loud scraping sound. The knocking stopped as we stayed completely still. However, whoever was knocking finally made a sound. Stranger. Oh, Danny. I felt the hair all over my body stand on end. My heart was beating so fast, I thought I would have a heart attack. Hong Sook came around the table and grabbed my hand and we ran into the bedroom where he softly closed the door. He took out his phone and sent a message before making a phone call. I was on the verge of a panic attack when he turned to face me. Hong Sook. Duna. It'll be alright. I won't let anything happen to you. Just breathe, okay? I'm here. I tried to calm down, but the anxiety was too great. Hong Sook. Hello? Can you please send an officer? There is an unwanted guest at the door. Uh, I'm a friend of the resident. I understand, but... No, you don't understand. Hello? Hello? He looked at his phone and exhaled in frustration. He looked over at me again, worried, and patted my shoulder. I closed my eyes, trying to calm down, but it wasn't working. Hong Sook. They can't come in. Don't worry. I messaged Chang'u. He should be on his way. He continued to pat my shoulder until his phone vibrated. He stopped and checked it. Hong Sook. Hello? Yeah. We're locked in a room. They're still outside. Get them away from the door. I can go in. How are you going to? Really? Alright. I'll stay with her. I tried, but... Yeah. Okay. He hung up and motioned for me to sit down. I sat on the edge of the bed and he crouched down in front of me. He gently placed his hand on my cheek and I looked at him. Hong Sook, stay in here and don't open the door for anything. I'll be right outside in the living area in case anything happens. I don't want them to know that you're actually here, okay? Don't make a sound. I grabbed onto his hand and shook my head. Don't, don't get hurt. I felt tears welling up and I grew even more anxious knowing that they'd confront Gwen and her guards. He smiled softly at me and held onto my hands. Hong Sook, I can defend myself just fine, remember? Don't worry about me or anyone else. We promise to protect you. He stood up and was about to leave when I grabbed onto him again. Me. I left my phone out there. What if... He turned back to face me and removed my hands from his arm. Hong Sook. Trust me this once. Please. I couldn't say anything else and just watched as he went outside and locked the door behind him. Please be okay.